Sports World, what is happening? Chris Dell here, co-host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS, here with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, and bringing you the breakdown of tonight's regular season opener for the NBA 2017 season, talking about the Boston Celtics going against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland, my former city, and wow, just uh, all, all the types of uh, drama and storylines to, to break this big game down tonight, followed by Houston at the Golden State Warriors. Mr. Allendale, what are you what are you most looking forward to here in the first game of the night? Boston Celtics and Kyrie going back to Cleveland. They're supposed to have the video montage for Kyrie Irving tonight celebrating his Cleveland championship career. Well, you think they're gonna have fun tonight, huh? I think they're gonna boo him, and they ought to boo him. He just walked out of him a little baby because uh, you know he like sharing the glory. Well, we'll see how good Kyrie Irving is. I mean, he wasn't very good as as a team player. And the team certainly didn't win before LeBron got there. Uh, he's got a little better ball club. Uh, in Boston, I still like Gordon Hayward. I think Gordon Hayward is going to turn out to be the most valuable person who was traded to Boston this offseason and not Kyrie Irving. I expect him to be booed. Uh, okay, so Boston, I mean, a lot of new guys on that team. I mean, you know, of course, Kyrie Irving's going to get booed by some Cleveland fans. That's just the nature of the game, Mr. Allen Dell. It's a business. Fans cheer, fans boo. It is what it is. Gordon Hayward, one of many new faces on that team this year. Obviously, Jason Tatum, the rookie, the, uh, Jason Tatum, the rookie from Duke, right behind him. You got uh, Kyrie Irving. Then you got young guys coming back like Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Al Horford's still there. Marcus Morris, I think, a big addition that could be somewhat of an X-factor for them this season. So make sure to look out for him, too. Uh, one of those two Morris brothers in the NBA. Uh, decent power forward there. But I think the Cavaliers, I mean, that, that lineup that they're going to be sporting tonight and this season, LeBron James, the game-time decision, at least so far right now as it is, 447 Eastern time as we're recording this. But Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade... Jay Crowder, LeBron James, Kevin Love, really only one of those guys can shoot the three consistently, and I think that's going to be an issue regardless if they win tonight or not down the road as they try to dethrone the Golden State Warriors. That's really the only goal at this point, right? Yeah, if you're a basketball fan, I think what you're going to look for tonight, number one with Kyrie Irving, is he going to play team ball or is he just going to jack up shots? Uh, which he has a tendency to do. That that that's the one thing to look for. What do you think is going to be going through his mind tonight? Playing playing psycho uh, psychoanalysis, Kyrie Irving. Well, the man forty who, and take. You can't tell the man who believes the Earth is flat. Uh, <laughs> but I think taking uh, jabs. We'll see what happens. And again, it's going to be a, a foretelling of what's the season going to be like. Is he going to share the ball, or is he just going to jack up? I don't think. I don't think he's going to make his teammates very happy if he takes. So I'm going to shoot all the time. Roll and then over on uh, Cleveland side, you got uh, the same thing. Derrick Rose, I guess I saw almost every game he played with the Knicks last year. All he did was drive to the hoop. He had trouble finishing. He can't shoot from the outside, and he didn't like to share the ball at all. I, I can't tell you how many times I saw Kristaps Porzingis open down on a block, and, and Derrick just ignored him. He, yeah, if, he, I, if I saw, if I, if I turn my head for two seconds, you're getting to a Knicks ran over here on the horn, yeah, huh? Well. Uh, and the same, uh, Dwayne Wade, as I said before, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's 35 years old, bad knees, can't finish as much as he used to, and can't shoot. So th this is going to be the most disappointing team. It's going to put Tyro, Tyrone Lue in a bind. He may have to make a, an adjustment somewhere during the season. 
Well, Isaiah Thomas will help a lot when he gets back at some point. Yeah, obviously. he will. Somebody's going to go to the bench. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to – Dwayne Wade, who knows? He'll probably be hurt by midseason or something. Well, let's see. You know, hopefully not too much pressure is put on Dwayne Wade because I, I don't know how much he can do as a starting two guard next to LeBron James. It's not going to be like it was before when they were starting next to each other, two in the three with the Miami Heat, I'll tell you that much. But how about the Houston Rockets transitioning here into the Western Conference? I mean, this is a team that finished third in the West and added Chris Paul during the offseason. Isn't that enough to go up at least one spot? But then you got the San Antonio Spurs and Golden State Warriors sitting there, and how can you dethrone those two right? You know, until you beat them in a playoff series, right? Yeah. And what are you looking forward to tonight between the, 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 super, the, the new superstar backcourt of Chris, uh, Chris Paul and James Harden? Yeah, well, with the Rockets, is again, share the ball. Can Chris Paul and James Harden coexist? Both of them like to dominate the ball. Both of them like to have the ball in their hands. Paul doesn't care that much about shooting, but he wants to dominate the show. Uh, that That's going to be interesting to see how that works well, out. Are they going to be able to play defense? How about that? That's going to be a big question there. The Houston Rockets, out of all the playoff teams in the West last year, most points per game allowed to opponents 109.6 we'll be right back with part two of our nba opener segment peace out sports world welcome back to part two of our nba quick jams breaking down the opening night of the 2017 nba regular season and hardwood who's fanatics man is finally here yourself and myself man talking about the godfather right here next to me mr alan dell we're both nba just overall basketball lovers and true hardwood hoops fans and fanatics here and just looking at the overall games for the week, there's a lot of great games on the schedule. We were talking about just now the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. I mean, the Rockets got to play defense. That, that's that's really the key for them, no matter what they do. And, um, you know, obviously Mike D'Antoni's fast break up and down team on the offensive side and his philosophy there. But, you know, Chris, Part Chris Paul and James Harden, they can only do so much, man. But I don't know if they can bring you a championship if they don't bring in someone else to kind of play that lockdown defense for that team. Trevor Ariza, I know he's there, but I don't think that's enough for him. Well, I didn't know Mike D'Antoni cared about playing defense, so I don't know if it really matters. Well, just, that's the problem. Yeah, he just wants to try to outscore you, but it's going to be pretty tough to do. Well, um, then maybe they can get some more wins in the regular season and, and, and fight for that two or number one seed. But beyond that, let's see what they can really do in terms of challenging the Golden State Warriors. What, what, are, you, what are you thinking about that game tonight? Uh, I think uh, it, if form holds up, uh, the Warriors will roll to an easy victory. Uh, Again, the so thing no that, championship hangover tonight in the regular season for the so. Warriors. And again, the, the the thing to look for if you're a basketball fan is how Chris Paul and James Harden play together. If they can't get along the first night, I mean, the question is who who wants the ball? I want the ball. I want the ball. Harden likes to shoot it. He actually Harden he 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 died out so quickly in the playoffs last year. He, he might welcome a little rest. Where he doesn't have to be the point guard, he just he might just want to play the two. Give well, Harden a... dies down every time the big big stakes are on the line in the playoffs. Man, even when he was the third wheel with the Oklahoma City Thunder with Kevin Durant and with Russell Westbrook there, he still fizzled out in the finals when they played the Miami Heat way back when. So yeah. talking about now, but what about the Spurs? Kind of the 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 lost and forgotten team here, sandwiched in between last season in the West and the, with the two seed, and now Lamarcus Aldridge signing an extension with the Spurs. The team announced on Tuesday. Uh, they wouldn't release details of the extension, but sources tell uh, the media that three the three-year deal is worth $72.3 million. So your boy Aldridge, happy to be there in San Antonio. Yeah, I was a little surprised at that. I didn't think uh, he... He was wanted that much there, but they don't have that much. And what are the other options in the NBA, right? I mean, really, at that position, you know, looking for a big man to kind of lock down and, and be contenders for a title. What, you know, what can you really do better than LaMarcus Aldridge at this yeah. point? You can't. And uh, you got to hope Kai, we, Kai, 
Kyrie Irving. So yeah, yeah Kyrie Irving. Go ahead. Oh no, oh, Kawhi what? Leonard. Sorry. No, Kawhi yeah, Leonard uh, is, is dealing with some injuries, so he's a key man for that team, and you gotta hope he's gonna be healthy. Uh, I mean, he, even even though Lamar, Lamarcus Aldridge, I know he was very dominant in Portland, and people say maybe he's disappointed a little bit, but he, he averaged seventeen point three points and seven point three rebounds yeah. with the Spurs last year. So big addition to lock up, I think. You know, Pilot Souls, not he's he's not getting any younger now. Yeah, but uh, he he kind of died out in, in playoffs. Lamarcus, he kind of faded away, disappeared. Yeah, but that was with Kawhi without Kawhi Leonard though. So you know, I, th- I think with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, you know, Marcus Aldridge can kind of provide that you know second type of scoring punch, but maybe not as the main guy anymore. I think that's the main thing to take away from that. And uh, when will Tony Parker come back, and how well will he play when he does come back? There, that's another key from him. Yeah, it's, it's just like, I wish that was a position they try to address and, and fill and bring somebody else. I wish they wouldn't have gone after Mike Conley, but they didn't. You know, he's back, 102 years old at last count, but he can you can always count on him. Give you a few steady minutes, maybe 20 a game. He usually does all right, can hold his own. Well, the Spurs are going to be opening up. Let's see, who, who the Spurs opening up against? Oh, so they're going to be hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves on Wednesday night. I think that's going to be a really good game to look forward to there. And let's not forget about your New York Knickerbockers at, at your uh, beloved Oklahoma City Thunderclowns. Let's say you're calling them this well, season. The, the big thing to look for in the Thunderclowns, how does Melo fit in? He's got to play with Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Stephen Adams. He's basically the fourth option. Will he accept that? I don't think he will. He's going to have to change totally. He's going to have to play a little defense, maybe run the floor. He's never done that his whole career. So if he wants to be a factor, he's going to have to do that. But uh, he, he's a fourth option, third at best on that team. And he, I don't think he's going to accept that. So that, that could be a really messy situation as the season goes on. Who you got Thursday night? Chris Stapps or you got the Thunderclowns? Uh, How I, many shots has Melo taken? Come uh, on, give it to us. 15. 15 shots well, and who, who you got in the win? I got the Thunderclowns winning. Thunderclowns winning, Jeff being Warner's the Knicks. who's on his way out. Alright, well, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. Welcome back to a bonus edition of our NBA Quick Jams here on Go Baller FFS. I am your co-host Chris Dell, sitting here with Mr. Alan Dell, the Godfather, and looking at one of the other marquee games here. Looking at the Tuesday and Thursday big time matchups on TNT, and don't forget about the late night game Thursday night after your beloved Knicks play. We got the Clippers taking on the Lakers in a Staples Center showcase. Man, your boy Lonzo Ball finally ready to take the spotlight from Chris Paul, no longer in LA. What are you, what are you looking forward to in that matchup right there? Yeah, well, I, that, that'll be. Very- very interesting match. This is a, again, this is a great week to look at one-on-one matchups, how guys play together. I think Lonzo Ball, I believe, will have a really solid career, maybe a great career. I think he might, he's going to struggle a little bit in the beginning. That's a lot to ask a, a rookie to come in and run an offense like that. There's a lot of pressure. But uh, I like what he's going to do. That's a great matchup. Uh, Some talented guys on the court around him, too, with Brandon, Brandon Ingram, Brooke Lopez at the center position, not to mention Julius Randle and the, the Lakers debuting their new shooting guard, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. And look at the Clippers' side. I, I must have overlooked or slept on some of these off-season acquisitions for them, but at the small forward position, now starting Danilo Gallinari and Patrick Beverly holding down the, uh, the point guard spot over Chris Paul, so swapping in that Chris Paul deal with the Rockets. I mean, that just, you're looking at a lineup with Patrick Beverly, Austin Rivers at the two, Lou Williams also, Danilo Gallinari, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin. I mean, not too much of a fall-off from last season, I think. I think they're going to stick right in the playoff hunt and be better than the Lakers this season. Well... That might not be saying much to be better than the Lakers. It depends, again, how... how... Well, you lose your franchise player. I mean, come on. 
Oh, it's all about Chris Paul. The Clippers losing Chris yeah, Paul. Yeah, so that's well, a big I, loss, I, yeah, man. Patrick Beverly being the the main guy to run the offense. I don't see that happening. He's well, maybe not run the offense, but Blake Griffin. They, this, this is a chance for him to put the ball more in his hands and run the I mean, offense he, more as another, a point forward. Yeah, he's another guy that can't stay healthy. That's his biggest problem. Who's going to get the Andre Jordan and dunks? The easy dunks because he can't score any other way. How, how about third string Lakers power forward, but soon to be second string and maybe more Kyle Kuzma, man. Shout out to our boy watching him in the NBA Summer League yeah. out in Vegas, man. Yeah, he had a good summer. I like He's got a good shooter. Knows the game well. Seems to maintain his poise. Yeah, I like that from him. Well, in between those two double headers on Tuesday and Thursday night, there's actually quite a few good games on Wednesday night. I mean, you got the Philadelphia 76ers playing at the Washington Wizards on ESPN. We mentioned Minnesota Timberwolves at the Spurs, so kind of a new coming-of-age team. And Tom Thibodeau there adding Jimmy Butler to the Timberwolves another year of Carl Anthony Towns. What can they show against the San Antonio Spurs on opening night? Uh, not to mention, how about the Boston Celtics coming off? They're going to be playing tonight and tomorrow night, Wednesday night, meaning uh, they're going to be hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Tetacumpo, people are calling him a dark horse MVP candidate this season. Yeah. That's another team to watch in the Eastern Conference. My boy Jason Kidd on the coaching side. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. The NBA said they don't want to. They want to really minimize back to backs, and here we got a back to back on the first two nights of the season. So I don't know what Adam Silver was drinking when he made that statement. Never make any, you know, never make everybody happy, man. Especially if you're yeah. not the, if, especially if you're the commissioner of the NBA, you're definitely not going to make yeah. everybody happy uh, there. Yeah. yeah, I also don't like the fact the season's starting so early. It seems like it just ended. If this is getting to be worse than hockey, which never ends, uh, I personally would like to see the NBA season start Thanksgiving Day weekend and run it through July. I think that would be a better break. Uh, they get to play basketball in the summertime. There's a lot of fans that are that are quote NFL, NBA fans, and they get a little bored when the NBA season is over because uh, they don't get that excited over baseball. Not, nothing against baseball fans. I love baseball, but but I, I like to see NBA started Thanksgiving Day weekend. It'd be a great weekend. You could start it that whole week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday through, and then let it run until July. I think it'd be great. So what are you cutting out? Are you cutting out 10 games, 15 games Why out you of have that? To well, that, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Are you saying of, just pushing the start date back, yeah, or are you saying push, cutting games out of the no, season? I say push the start date date back and then put push the ending date back so okay i mean adam silver's talking about uh doing away with the one and dones letting the young those young kids into the league or, or the so-called g league that would be good too yeah that, that would be definitely a big change you know we'll see there from david stern but david stern you mean yeah i'm talking about from david stern yeah exactly so how, how about tonight though i mean who's got the one-on-one -on -one matchup edge in, in your opinion chris Porzingis finally going one-on-one -on -one against carmelo anthony I mean, no, they won't face each other Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry, Thursday night, Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, no, they play different positions. I, I, you got me looking at the article right now. Looking yeah. forward to guarding Carmelo Anthony in the opener, says Porzingis. Well, that, that might be a little tough. Will he shut him down? Will the young guy shut him down, man? Uh, no, he's not ready for that kind of stuff yet. So Carmelo still has a little bit left inside him. Oh, so shout out to the Thunder Clowns. I'm looking forward to some good basketball tonight. Peace out, folks. All right, go Knicks. Later.